Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. Up-close conversations with high-impact personalities from the world of sports and entertainment. Follow Roman on Twitter and Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. Now, Roman Gabriel III. General Boykin, I have watched Black Hawk Down, the movie, and I've seen the documentary Black Hawk Down. Now, you, you obviously were a huge part uh, of that conflict, and I've always wanted to know both of those were, to me, incredibly well done, but I am not a military man. Tell me, were you satisfied with how the conflict was how the conflicts was portrayed in the movie and in the documentary, or, or, or were there problems? No, I think that uh, the movie was surprisingly accurate. Now, that is largely because they were uh, technical advisors who were actually uh, part of that battle there. The only part of the movie that was uh, totally inaccurate was the very beginning where we captured a notorious warlord named Osmanato, and it uh, reflected... Uh, in the movie that he was smoking cigars and waxing eloquent about the uh, culture and history and politics of Somalia. Well, that didn't happen. Uh, the truth is, we captured him very much like it showed there. We uh, swooped in on him by helicopter and fired his, uh, his Mercedes up, shot the engine out of it, and then we uh, captured him, but he was scared to death. And he was only there for a few minutes and... Uh, and then we put him on a helicopter and uh, flew him down to a detention center in Kismayo. So that was phony, but the rest of the movie was surprisingly accurate. Now, obviously, you've been around several generations of, of military soldiers, and as you look at our U.S. military today, what's what's been your perception of this generation of American soldiers? You know, it's actually... Uh, a good news story in that uh, we have some uh, very talented, very, very bright young men and women serving in the military today. I mean, they are, they're certainly smarter than when I came in the Army in 1970. We're talking to General Jerry Boykin, and uh, we appreciate him coming on American Family Radio and Sold Out Sports Talk on AFR Talk. And, you know, when we talk about physical fighting and we talk about war and we talk about, as you said, the, the unprecedented amount of years now that our military have been overseas and in a very difficult situation. When I think about the word kingdom warriors, um, what was the reasoning behind that and your motivation to start it? Well, first of all, uh, Exodus 15.3 says, The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Revelation 19 describes our Savior Jesus Christ as coming back uh, leading a mighty army with a white blood-stained robe riding a white horse. So he, he's coming back as a warrior. And I believe that uh, there is an expectation that, you know, between Exodus 15.3 and Revelation 19, that we are to be exactly what Jesus was, and Jesus was a warrior while he was here on earth. People need to understand that we are truly in a spiritual battle every single day, and, uh, and they also need to understand how to prepare for that battle, how to prepare themselves. Uh, you know, Ephesians 6 talks about putting on the whole armor of God. Well, that's a warrior context. So my, the focus of my ministry and the reason I call it Kingdom Warriors is to try and encourage people to understand the concept of spiritual warfare and to use essentially the same principles of physical warfare uh, to be real warriors in, uh, in God's army. 
General, our organization sold out uh, works in the schools, middle schools and high schools, uh, with a program called Sold Out Drug and Alcohol uh, Assembly Program. And uh, we go into the schools with the opportunity to speak to youngsters about the dangers of drugs and alcohol and underage drinking, and also instilling in them where to go from that instead of just no, but um, giving them true family values, giving them true skills that they can use to be successful in their life, which obviously are grounded in biblical principle. Are you concerned about this next generation as we are, and what do you think we need to do as parents of this generation to make sure uh, that our youngsters have every opportunity that we did? Yeah, well, first of all, I think parents need to set the example. Uh, that that's the most important thing. Secondly, parents need to spend time with their children and need to to talk to them and and do things with their children. And sadly, there are a lot of television sets across America that are raising children today. The third thing is that uh, you know there comes a point where we as individuals, regardless of our age, we're responsible for our own actions and our own choices. You know, I uh, teach college seniors. And I, one of the courses that I teach is national intelligence. And I must tell you, it is incredible to me to see the number of college seniors that come to me in their final year trying to get into a government job, particularly in the intelligence community. And they come to me and they sit down and they say, you know, there's a, I've got to take a polygraph. And on that polygraph, it asked me if, uh, if I've used drugs. And uh, I say, well, have you? And they say, well, yeah, you know, I, a little bit. I smoked a little bit of marijuana or I, I took a little of this or that at a fraternity party. And I say to them, then there's nothing I can do to help you. You made that choice then. And when you take that polygraph, if you lie about it, it's going to detect it. So you better find another line of work. The consequences of drug use are devastating to the family, but it's also devastating to the individual's life as they get older. And uh, these kinds of things that I just described are, are very problematic today. And, of course, our program is called Faith, Family, and Sports. This guy is about faith, family, and freedom, and uh, very excited to have him on the program. I met him a couple of years ago in Greensboro where he spoke at an evangelism conference. He's General Jerry Boykin, original member of the U.S. Army Delta Force, 36 years in the Army. You need to look him up at Jerry Boykin, B-O-Y-K-I-N.com, and KingdomWarriors.com because he's all about exactly what that says, a kingdom warrior who's out there fighting for faith, family, and freedom and keeping the American way of life. Congratulations on your new position you took as Executive Vice President of the Family Research Council. Tell me about that and tell me what led you to take that position. Well, I'm the, uh, as you said, the executive vice president. I'm number two to a great warrior and a great American, uh, Tony Perkins, here at an organization that I believe is the really the point uh, for the culture war today. I think that the Family Research Council is uh, making its mark. It's uh, energizing people. It's making them aware of the uh, issues that uh, I think are so problematic in America today with our declining morals and the encroachment on our Constitution. So I'm, I'm just honored to be here and be able to back up uh, Tony and uh, bringing my military experience. I think uh, I hope to be able to help with uh, some long-term strategies and uh, some planning for the future. So what do you see as your most important role in this in terms of uh, 
the opportunity to to put your message across, obviously, which which you have fought for Christian values and American values. Are we past the point of no return, General, regarding uh, where we've gone in, in moving away from godly principles and moving away from family values and the attack on the family in America? Well, you know, uh, the Second Great Awakening in America came at a time of uh, tremendous decadence in, in our society. Uh, alcoholism was uh, rampant, prostitution, thievery. In fact, many of the people over in uh, what we know today is you know, uh, West Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, and the lower Ohio Valley were there because they were criminals. And uh, when the Second Great Awakening broke out, it, it brought America back to a uh, really a spiritual awakening and, and changed our society. It ultimately uh, brought about the Civil War and an end to slavery. And I think that uh, we're going to see the same thing in America. I think that uh, I don't know how far down we have to go. But I believe we're going to see a spiritual awakening in America, and uh, I don't know how much pain we're going to have to endure before we reach that point, but I think it's coming. There's a third great awakening coming, and, and Americans, I think, are going to uh, really turn back to our traditional uh, biblical-based values, and I think there'll be a great harvest uh, within the uh, American society. My guest is General Jerry Boykin. and when you took the position, quote, as I ponder the future that my six grandchildren will grow up in, I realize how important it is that I do my part to restore the values that Amer that American has made America a great nation. Um, specifically for our audience, because we have a lot of parents out here, a lot of strong Christian faith-based people, obviously, around the country. Uh, what can regular Americans like me, and specifically Christians, do to hold the line out there on faith and family values? Yeah, the first thing is that we need to be uh, better informed. Sadly, most Americans are not fully aware of what's happening in our country, and uh, they rely too much on the mainstream media. There are too many other sources. This radio program and, and the whole American Family Radio Network uh, is a very good source of information, Family Research Council. Uh, there are many organizations that are, are, are telling Americans what is happening in our society. So get informed. Secondly, uh, it is, uh, it's a sin not to vote. Now, I can't find that in the Bible, but I know it's there. I just haven't found it yet. But you've got to vote. And you got I'm not talking about just for president. I'm talking about for the school board and the city council and the county commissioners. We've got to get out and vote. And then we've got to get in behind candidates that share our values, and we've got to do all we can to support them, get out and work for them, put our finances behind them. But the most important thing that we can do is pray for America. Now, I quit praying for God's blessings about a year ago, and I, I now pray for God's forgiveness. And I believe that if you look at the history of revival in America, every great revival started with an attitude of repentance. And I think if uh, we as Christians... Uh, we as the remnant here in America will come before the Lord and with a truly contrite heart and ask God to forgive us and to move in our nation. And I think we'll see another great revival. We're talking with General Jerry Boykin. General, what, what can people expect when they come to see you uh, wherever you go, or especially here in the high country on Saturday, August 25th? Yeah, what I will do is I will uh, go back and talk uh, from a historic perspective 
of uh, what the church in America is supposed to be. I'll talk about the the influence the church had in bringing about the revolution and bringing about the civil war, uh, and and then being the keeper of uh, you know the uh, conscience of America and the influence that the church should be today. See, we're in this mess that we're in today with declining morals and increasing debt and uh, open borders and all the other problems that we have. We're in that largely because of the church, and that's because the church has has been negligent. The church has been asleep. And so I'm going to talk to them about what I think uh, the church is supposed to be doing today and, and how we as uh, people of faith should be out there standing firmly on our constitutional rights to exercise our faith, and how, uh, you know, things like this uh, Chick-fil-A appreciation the other day demonstrates very clearly that there are still millions of Americans that uh, that really have a deep fundamental faith in a sovereign God, and when you push them uh, just so far, they're going to react, and I think that uh, that reaction the other day was an indication of what we could see across the country on the social issues that we're all so concerned about if Christians will just wake up. For more information, of course, about General Boykin and about uh, the Freedom Family and Faith with Jerry Boykin event, go to the Facebook page. Exactly that, Freedom Faith and Freedom Family and Faith with Jerry with General Boykin, Freedom Family. Well, uh, and when faith. I heard your testimony and heard your inspirational story and heard the courage that you showed in our government and in the military and standing up for biblical principles. And and as so many of us know that are in Christian ministry, the attack of the enemy is a, is a, huge, is, uh, a huge thing in terms of what we come up against. And it's, it has not been devoid for you in your career. And uh, I hope we can hear about that as well. Well, I will certainly share some of that uh, with the audience there. As I'll talk about my years in Delta Force and some of the uh, experiences that I had there. And, uh, you know, as you well know, uh, there comes a point at which, uh, you realize in your life that it's not about you. It's about, uh, it's about the future of your children and your grandchildren and your nation as a whole. And, and I've reached that point. So when I'm attacked, uh, by the media, which I am frequently, uh, it, it actually makes me, uh, just a little more determined I'm not going to allow these elements to uh, dominate the future of this country. So uh, Christians have got to get to the point where they are willing to stand up and, uh, and and be very bold about their faith and fight back. And I don't mean fight in a physical kind of way. I'm talking about fighting in a spiritual uh, sort of way, using spiritual weapons. General Jerry Boykin, our guest, as we close out, um, if you want more information, jerryboykin.com, his personal website, kingdomwarriors.com for his ministry and vision. Uh, I look forward to seeing you again, General. Appreciate you coming in with us on Sold Out Sports Talk. Thanks for what you're doing with your program and, uh, and pushing these very important things. Welcome back to Sold Out Sports Talk on AFR Talk. And uh, I've got somebody I've been looking forward to talking to. Uh, if you're into MMA and you enjoy just all out going for it, this is the guy you need to know. Royce Gracie's here with us, 14-2-3, considered one of the best in the business at any weight limit. And he's going to go number three, number three 
This time, uh, the grudge match with Kim Shamrock. Uh, welcome into Sold Out Sports Talk with us, Royce. Appreciate you coming. Thank you. Tell me about, uh, first of all, you guys have fought twice. You won the first fight. He won the second. And no, I'm... no, the second one, he didn't win nothing. It was oh, a draw. Oh, you won both. Oh, draw. It was a draw. So you're giving him a third one. Yes. Why are you giving him a third one? I guess money, right? Eh, when you're no, I do it for passion. Yes. Once you're a fighter, like any sport or anything you do, why you would know, you give a guy you beat once and then draw a third third time? Because he talks a lot. Oh, he's talking. He talks. Wow. He's, he's been calling me out quite a bit already. So, so, so you don't like people that talk, do you? Nope. <laughs> I want to shut them up. <laughs> All right. So he's two twenty. You're one seventy eight. So you got to be very careful inside with him, correct? Well, he have to be very careful with me. He have one chance. His thing is to punch me out. But if I get in, I'm a grappler. I'm a great jiu-jitsu. Oh, wow. So I trust. I mean, I don't drink, never drink, never smoke, live a very healthy life, eat very healthy. I could live on fruits if, really? I, if, I, if I could. It's just it's, sometimes it's hard to get access to fruits. Um, but very healthy life all my life is just... Uh, Let's see what that plays off now. Royce Gracie's going to take on Ken Shamrock and uh, the undercard, Kimbo Slice versus, is this? Dada 5000. Dada 5000. Wow. That's a a name we all know. Uh, February 19th for the third time. So I always love talking to guys like you because, you know, boxing, you got the big gloves on. Um, this is feet, legs, it's, uh, you know, jiu-jitsu, wrestling. Everybody's got a different style. So what is your style? How, what would you say your style is? I'm Grace Jiu-Jitsu. My father um, is the one that created the style. I mean, he, my uncles learned from the Japanese back in Brazil. And then my father just add leverage and technique into the moves to make it easier for a smaller person to be able to defend himself against somebody bigger and stronger. So the whole MMA started back in Brazil as a quest for my family. Oh, wow. Because every style claims that their style is the best. Yes. The only way to find out is to which style is the best is to get in a ring or a cage, take all the rules, no time limit, no way division. That's how it was created. That's how it was in Brazil. But then my brother brought And that's where you're from, Brazil? From Brazil. Okay, great. And then my brother brought the concept to America and create the first UFC. And once America found out, the whole world found out. Okay, so you're teaching Brazilian jiu-jitsu your style. Yes. So do you teach this to young people? To to who do you, who you said it says here that you're you're a teacher of the Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So do you actually work with people teaching them this style? I teach everybody self self-defense jiu-jitsu self-defense yes. style. So Brazilian jiu-jitsu self-defense style. So I teach everybody, including um, law enforcement, yeah. uh, army. So it's not. To, I'm not teaching people how to beat up somebody, but, but how I'm to protect teaching them how not to get beat up. Yes. How to defend themselves. And today, in the world that we're living in, that's a pretty good thing to know, right? I'm a, my father and I, we, my father was a big believer on, on defense. Kind of like football. Yeah, playing good defense. When they start to they go defense, right. defense. If they score and don't let the opponent score, that's how they win. I got you. Royce Gracie is here with us. He'll take on Ken Shamrock on uh, February 19th, getting back in the ring again, or in this case, the cage. Um, what is it like What is it like for people who watch this sport? So people really love this sport because it, it's unpredictable. 
Uh, you have to be in great shape, short rounds, explosive. It's not like people are standing around. You're getting after each other all the time. Explain what turns you on about MMA and about the opportunity that you have with your talents and ability. There's a lot of talented people out there. There's a lot of tough guys out there. But without discipline to get up and practice, and that goes for everything, you're not going to be on top forever. Talent and, and toughness will go away. You have to have discipline. You know, and, and by the way, the fight is going to be live on Spike TV. Oh, live on Spike TV. Yes. Okay, yeah. So you got Direct TV on that and Dish, so they can just find it in there. Uh, so everybody should be able to find it. This should be a great matchup. If you can go to Houston, watch. On watch Spike. it. Watch it. Okay. Bellator. So, so you obviously have a platform. You're noticed. People know who you are. You've you've created that for yourself with your talents and abilities. Um, you obviously have opportunities to influence youth. Because there's a lot of young people out there that like and really appreciate watching you do what you do. And I know a lot of young people really like MMA. So tell me, uh, what are you doing in your spare time to give back to the community in terms of things that you do with the platform that you have to help other kids? I spend about, if I'm, I mean, I haven't fought for a few years already, for about nine years. But uh, this time I've been traveling about seven months of the year all over the world teaching. And again, I, that's what I try to explain to a lot of new fighters. Man, you serve as example for the young generation. That's why I don't drink, I don't smoke, never done anything like that. So it's like I'm, I serve as example. Yes. Because I know the little kids will be watching. You see, it's like going to a, a, take a gym class from a personal trainer that's overweight yes. and out of shape. Yes. It's like, am I going to send my little daughter to learn from such a person? No. What is he going to teach her? Well, he can be the greatest coach, but he's eating junk food and, and no. <laughs> We're, our program's about faith, family, and sports. Um, we like to tell stories about athletes and coaches, not just what they do in the ring or on the football field or as a college student athlete. We like to tell people what they're about out of the ring because people want to know who you are. Um, what does faith, family, and sports mean to you? I never, even though I'm a professional fighter, I've been training all my life since I was born, pretty much. I was born on the mat. i um, been doing great jiu for all my life, training, teaching, fighting. I never had a fight in the street. Never walk away from one, right. but I never had a fight in the street. So that's what I teach my kids. I got four kids at home. Oh, wow. How old? Three boys and a girl. Nine, going 19, 17, 10, I mean 13 and 10. Wow. So three boys and a little girl. I tell them, respect is good, and I like it. Respect the others. They respect you. Awesome. Awesome. That's a great word. I do drug and alcohol education character programs in junior highs and high schools here in the United States. And a lot of kids today, uh, they come from tough backgrounds. Um, they come from abusive situations at home. Um, they look at the world today, and they don't have a lot of hope because they see things that are going on, and they're not sure how their world's going to turn out. Um, what do you tell young people today uh, with your experience? You said, uh, what would you tell young people that would come to you and say, you know what, I, I have a dream. I have something that I want to accomplish, but I'm not sure I can do it. Anything is possible. It's, you just have to have discipline to get up and go do it. Anything. Don't tell me that well, if somebody tells you you cannot do something. He's wrong. You can do anything anything you just have to put your time you have to put discipline on it on february 19th on spike tv royce 
Gracie is going to take on for the third time Ken Shamrock, MMA, undercard, Kimbo Slice versus Dada 5000. This should be a heck of a fight, and uh, I've really appreciated getting to know you a little bit. I, I really like your style. I like your approach. Um, obviously, you're thinking about uh, other things besides just what goes on in the ring. Final question, what, do you, what, do you plan, what are your plans after fighting of what you like to do? Ah, that's been a very big debate inside of me right now. Yes. I mean, I love to travel, see the world, meet new people, pass on what I learned from my father. But I love being in training camp. It's my time, my turn to learn, relearning the basics and really taking care of myself. And it's when I'm in training camp, it's for me. When I'm out there, I'm taking care of others. So you're a student of the game. Yes. You love the whole thing about the strategy, the, the preparation. You like the gym. So this is a passion, I see, for you. Yes. Exciting. It's, Look. it's get, the getting ready. The fight, the results, to me, it's uh, anything can happen. We're looking forward to the fight on February 19th. Ken Shamrock is going to take on this man right here, Royce Gracie. And, He's going for his third victory in this uh, series, so it should be a great one. Uh, first of all, thanks for coming in to Sold Out Sports Talk. Really enjoyed getting to know you, and uh, good luck with the fight. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank thanks you. very much. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel 3. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.